welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. As always, I am Jim, joined along by Mr. Bobby Blades. What's happening? Back to talk some shit about the world of metal, being old men, Satan, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Beheadings, the kind of things we talk about here. <laughs> chilling, chilling with your father's uh, severed head. Chilling with the severed head. Yeah, we we should make a rap that. song that could be, about uh, that. A sitcom. You know? <laughs> Me and my severed head. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he's just like the crazy Russian guy, and he fucking his roommates with his dad's severed head. What would be his name? Like Igor? or um... I don't remember what his name was. The guy's name was like Igor or something. You know? <laughs> I don't know any other fucking Russian names. Dimitriov. Dimitri. <laughs> Artyom. I don't know fucking Russian names. Yeah. But that would be good, man. I think that would be good. And of course, his dad would have to talk. Yeah, the severed head. And shit. He'll put his dad to carry him around town in a fucking bowling ball bag and shit. Would it have one of those 80s intros where it's like, me and my severed head? Oh, it'd have to be. Yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty fucking cool, man. Let, let's pitch that to a network. My severed dad is filmed before a live studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, getting into it. Something I wanted to talk about this week start off with a possibly very unpopular view and a possibly asshole-ish view um, running that risk. Uh, Chris Cornell's widow is suing Soundgarden uh, over their buyout offer. They're trying to buy her out. Uh, her stake in Soundgarden that she got when her husband hung himself in a closet. Um, so fuck her, I guess is where I want to start, dude. Gonna sue Soundgarden. What does the band have to do with that, though? Well, the, the he had a stake, obviously, so his stake went to his wife. So right now she has, a, uh, you know, I'm sure a fifth or whatever. Sometimes a four piece, uh, uh, you know, a percentage of the band that she controls. Uh, obviously, they wish to remove her from that situation, so that they can continue to decide what they do and shit. Um, so they're offering to buy her out, but she's not liking how much. Uh, they're offering and uh, it has been the offer that is sent over I guess is from an expert in these type of things Ben Shepard um, who is I guess he's a fucking expert on these things um, they offered $300,000 she's not happy with it um, evidently the Soundgarden catalog uh, they got an offer of $16 million from an outside investor for the Masters I don't know. You almost fucking take that shit. I'm Kim Thale, and I'm like, okay, so I get $4 million, and like, I don't know, I just fuck off. Start yeah. the Kim Thale band, you know? Fuck it. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, but this just brings up a further point with me as far as, because this happened famously with Nirvana after Kurt Cobain killed himself. Now he probably did kill himself. I don't know. Where do you, where do you land on that? I used to think that he blew his head off, but honestly, that more evidence has presented itself to the fact that it was kind of uh, conspiratorial. Kind of questionable. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot of shit that just doesn't add up. So I'm I'm kind of siding with um, maybe he didn't kill himself. Yeah, that's where as far as I'll go with it is maybe. Uh, but anyway. 
they got embroiled in a bunch of shit. Because good luck trying to deal with that fucking woman. Um, that held up a ton of Nirvana shit for a while because she had a controlling stake in it. Um, you know, you saw their shit get fucked around with for a long time because of her. So, you just take the money and fuck off and let these guys do what they want to do. This is their band. I would be so pissed if a member of my band died and I had to fucking deal with their wife to figure it out, dude. If you're a big band and you start making money, just, I don't know. His family should get some money out of it, but I don't know. I don't want to be, I just think like this chick taking the band to court is fucking real shitty, dude. Yeah. You know? Why don't you get a job? (laughs) Learn to type or something. (laughs) Answer phones. Do something like that. Transcribe uh, fucking medical shit from home. I don't know. Anyway, that just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Well, a lot of that happens. Like you said, it happened with uh, Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain. And um, more recently with Dr. Dre's ex-wife. I know that Dr. Dre's not dead, but... Uh, his ex-wife needs living expenses and she wanted something to the tune of like almost a million dollars for um for living expenses it, living expenses it's fucking a million hilarious dollars, what, a year? no not a year something every every month or every week i think it was <laughs> and i'm laughing my ass off i'm like nobody needs that much money to live during the week how much no. does it cost to do you know how much a fancy laundry? weave is <laughs> Fucker. No, that's, I mean, that's a whole other bullshit thing. Yeah. You know? Luckily, neither of us have ex-wives that we have to pay money to. But, you know? Yeah, and we're, and we're not famous. We're not making all that much money, though, you know? So. Yeah. Well, you imagine, like, you divorce abroad, and then you have to give her money just because. <laughs> yeah. What an archaic, anti-woman thing that is, right? Yeah. You shouldn't need this motherfucker's money. Even if they get remarried, right? Like, uh, Hulk Hogan's ex-wife. You know, she cheated on him with a fucking nineteen-year-old, and then took a ton of his shit. What did this? What did she ever do? <laughs> what did you ever do, bitch? You hung around the house. You fucking raised two. Well, I mean, at least one very mediocre child. Yeah, that, that's the thing about marriage is um, once you get married, the wife is entitled to like half, unless you yeah, have like a prenup or some she shit didn't like do that. Anything. It's you like don't Hulk Hogan was to... out there dropping leg drops, getting big pops, and this bitch is sitting at home. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I guess that's equality for you. And Nick Hogan just sucks. He didn't do a very good job there. Yeah. That's the guy uh, who killed somebody with his car? Uh, I, didn't, I don't think he, he didn't kill him, but he paralyzed his friend, and then they very quickly, you know, tried to wash their hands of the whole situation. Oh. You know, that was like that was famous recorded uh, tape from Hulk Hogan. We was talking to him in jail. Oh, you fucking yeah. idiot. Of course, okay. it's recorded. Yes. <laughs> um, he was like the boys ass. He was talking about, you know, just really getting away from the situation. Fuck that kid, you know? Yeah. Which I get you got to protect your own and shit. Nick Hogan was driving and fucking wrecked that Supra. And that kid got fucking paralyzed. And I don't know. I don't know how. Either way. Well, hey, if you fuck something up and it's your fault, take responsibility and pay for it. Yeah. I mean, that, that dude deserves money. That's kind of a different deal. But yeah, Carl Tilden's wife didn't do shit. 
bitch. Yeah, she she's not famous or anything. No. Well, no. She was on that, you know, the television show, Hogan Knows Best or whatever. But. Oh, yeah, but I mean before that. She was not known until she married him, right? I guess. Yeah. No, no, she wasn't. She was just, uh, you know, some broad that he fucking came across. Just a nobody like the rest of us. Yeah, well, if you're, you know, if you're a good-looking chick, you can, a lot of times you can get pretty far in life. Yeah, starting OnlyFans. You know, if you're hot-looking and you know how to, like, suck a mean dick, you can go pretty far. <laughs> I mean, you can obviously, you know, get a job, too, or something. I have no hate on that shit, dude. If you get by on being hot and marry some rich dude, by all means. Yeah, but d- don't cry about it on Twitter after we're well, done. yeah. Uh, a lot yeah. of a lot of people have taken to social media these days. Yeah, unfortunately, we're gonna complain about social media on the old guy show. Oh god, I don't know that if I want to. These days, <laughs> that goddamn social media—it's the devil. Hail Satan! I mean, it used to be a lot of fun, and then people started bitching about everything. So. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's... What are you going to do, I guess? <laughs> All right, man. Con- continuing the conversation with uh, social media being fucked, we've got uh, John Dolmayan from our favorite band, you know, System of a Down, and he supports Gina Carano. So that's uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's all, that is kind of a social media-related... I don't even know what to say about that. Like, whatever your views are, why be so hardcore about them on Twitter that you put your job at risk? And this, this is taking her her views completely to the side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I had some good-paying job, or tomorrow somebody gave me, you know, oh, this, to do this podcast, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would, all my shit would disappear. Oh, dude. By tomorrow. <laughs> there would be one Facebook post that would say, I got a new job in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would Thanks. absolutely shut the fuck up about my own okay, personal politics. And you would never hear from my fat, fucking stupid white ass again. <laughs> I would never be on Twitter posting some opinion about shit. Yeah. Or you would do it under a pseudonym that nobody else knows, and you would just exactly. rant and rave. Yeah. I have the best of it now, because I used to have uh, my own solo Twitter, and... Oh, you got rid of that. Wild man. I remember that Twitter. I got deplatformed. Oh, that's the one. I thought it was the Suplex City Limit one. No. Okay. I, I, you know, that's another thing there. I think that's a good idea. And that kind of fits into it too, right? On our Suplex City Limits podcast, it's a wrestling podcast. You should check it out if you like wrestling. Even if you don't. Yeah. It's a pretty fun time. Jim and Tyler. Two, yeah. two of the funniest motherfuckers. I mean, even if you hate wrestling, just listen to the show. We're going live this week on the, on the YouTube. Yeah, be there. Uh, I lost. I forgot my original point. Oh, I don't talk about anything really. There's no opinion on shit on that fucking Twitter. Never will you see a religion or a politics or anything that's not pro wrestling. And even then, I don't really make any like offensive takes or any real you know it's mostly just kind of keeping it super light because why would you do that 
you know and i know people who do mm-hmm. on their wrestling show channels they're doing this stuff or they're you know whatever podcast and it's like that's an approach i guess but <laughs> yeah I, I, I got deplatformed completely they banned me from twitter but Fuck. i snuck back in don't tell anybody on twitter all right i'll keep it i secret. managed to get back in which i guess a lot of people aren't i don't know anyway so now I only have like 10 followers on my personal <laughs> and nobody really knows who it is. It's like a couple of my real life friends and podcast friends. And I can go around and rant like a fucking madman about my own shit. You know? Yeah. Well, you're keeping it separate. And that's the thing. Like some people don't know how to keep it separate and they're using their status as a platform in order to, you know, get out there and say ridiculous shit like this. Yeah, but why won't this guy shut the fuck up? I don't Why know. do these people do this stuff, man? You're in a successful band. Just, hey, don't tweet about shit. Don't tweet about <laughs> divisive topics. Yeah, and I'm it's wondering, you know, uh, considering how progressive like the rest of the band is, especially Surge, um, how does he feel about this? Where he's like, hey, it takes a lot of guts to put your career on the line for your convictions. History will remember people like Gina Carano and condemn the cowards who instituted woke justice against her. I mean, seriously? It's fucking insanity, dude. Yeah, I'm sure those guys are not cool with it because they are the complete opposite, you know? And I guess if you're on the other side, you could say, well, what about him? He does surge, you know, he does all these things. Mm -hmm. He's got these political views. His aren't fucked. I mean, I I guess for starters, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I don't see him on Twitter. That's not this discussion, right, where it's like with opinions on things these days it's like chocolate or strawberry and it's not dude it's like we're talking ice cream flavors and you're talking something completely fucking different you know that that chick was on twitter likening being right wing in america to being a jew in world war ii yeah like it's insanity that's fucking insanity and my grandmother didn't matter that it was like a right wing take any take on that yeah yeah that's like the Holocaust deniers too, though. You know, they claiming up and down that the Holocaust never happened. It was all like a fucking false flag or some weird shit. That's like completely in the weeds. But I'm just gonna touch on that a bit. Um, and like my, that dude from Death Tones that we've but oh yeah, that we should be been shitting on kind of ever since the flat Earth guy. Yeah. And not only like not only like I think the Earth is flat, you know, but mm-hmm. like. The Earth is flat, and if you don't see that, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> what a take, dude! What a position from somebody whose entire existence has to do with people liking it and liking you. Yeah, liking your music. Yeah, the shit that you create. If you don't like people, you don't listen to their music. There's a ton of bands that I don't listen to them because I don't fucking like the guys that are in the band. Right. Machine Head, current Machine Head. Fuck Rob Flynn, dude. I can hate that. I can't stand him. Fuck him. You know? I'm trying to think of other bands. Yeah, I'm trying to like think. That. Most people aren't stupid like that. System of a Down, because their drummer sucks. Yeah. So I'm sure he has a stake in it. I'm sure they can't replace him, or they probably would. Well, if they were smart enough to capitalize on the shit that's sitting there, take the money and play a bunch of shows. Why wouldn't you play a bunch of shows for a bunch of money? Yeah. Fucking keep your politics to yourself or, well, actually, you don't have to keep them to yourself. Find like-minded people and talk about it with them, but don't put it out there on the internet thinking that you're some kind of fucking woke warrior. But when that much money's at stake, too, it's like, 
dude, we'll do a tour. Everybody treat it like it's fucking work. You know what I'm saying? We can have fun and shit, but like, yeah. no, just no crazy shit. No bullshit. Let's go out and do this shit. You know, it's just crazy. Those guys at the peak of their popularity. Just fuck it, whatever. Yeah. They really only have like one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Yeah, that's that's true. You got a good point there. They're like Kanye West, one and a half. All this talk about Kanye. Everyone's so concerned about Kanye West. Seriously, one and a half good albums. I'm still remembering that video when he flipped out. There's another guy. He was completely out of his fucking mind. He needs help. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this guy sucks. And those last two System of a Down songs they put out fucking sucked anyway. I was like, oh, we're not going to be getting back together. Like, oh, whatever. That's fine by me. Don't don't bother making a new album if it's going to be like this. Genocidal humanoids. Uh, <clears throat> and I forgot the name of the other one. One song was bad and the other song was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it was not good. It was definitely not uh, up to par, on par with what they used to put out in the early 2000s. When in doubt, as a heavy band or a, a band of any sort of heaviness, when you if you're coming back, just go heavy. That's just go as heavy. Try to be as heavy as you were when you were popular. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go back. They should have went back and did like that's what would be big. If a band comes back and you go back to an old style, and I have to correct myself. Uh, when we talk the new metal episode, we're talking about corn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, fuck. Two oh, good yeah, you, yeah. You, no, three good albums. Yeah, like, three uh, good albums. Self-entitled, Life is Peachy, and uh, Issues. But now I can add a, their newest album to that. It's kind of a throwback. Yeah, the nothing. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. dark. It, it's really it dark. It goes back to a sound that was like, oh, yeah, I like Corn when they sounded like this. <laughs> And I started listening to that album because I, I came across some shit on YouTube and it's just like behind the scenes from the making of that. And so I watched the shit and I was like, oh, some of the shit sounds cool here. So I started listening to it and like, I fucking love that album. It's really good. So I stand corrected, Corn. <laughs> he apologizes. Yeah. Somehow you could, they, that band has come full circle and put out a good album. Yeah. Well, wow. they, they kind of do that as long as they, if they stay the course long enough, they do weird experimental shit and then they kind of come back around to what originally made them who they were. You know, they have the, those weird little effects that they put in where it's like, meow, 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 you know, that <laughs> creepy shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that abused me so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's pretty fucking good. There's a little much Jonathan Davis on it. Um, sometimes when bands are at a position where a singer can go off and just like jack himself off with a microphone over top of a recording, <laughs> you know, when he gets too long, he's like, what if I had a 57th me? I saw like Jonathan Davis had like microphones that were like in a line and shit. He would look like Bart fucking Simpson, you know, with all, with all the megaphones. <laughs> you seeing What is he doing, dude? It's like week fucking 13 in the studio just me with a bunch of microphones fucking going shit. and that was in the making of like he was doing like all these layers of just vocals yeah he talks oh, wow. about it you can hear it in there too there's just like a zillion layers of shit it's it's a little much but it's pretty cool too 
I guess. Like Phil used to do, well, on some of the later albums. Like Tread and Kill. That's why Seth Putnam is in the background all fucking jacked up on heroin. Going, on a bunch of fucking Pantera songs. <laughs> because Phil was laying vocals, and I guess Seth Putnam was probably over there doing heroin with him. And it's like, oh yeah, just scream on a bunch of shit. <laughs> oh shit. A lot of yeah, people don't it, even know that he's on that fucking album. And you can hear him. I can hear him clear as day in the fucking background on some of that shit. I did not know it's that. It's awesome. Because all I heard, I did hear like all the layered vocals and the screaming and everything. And it didn't sound like, you know, it sounded like he had layered it like seven or eight times. And so I was like, oh, hey, that's pretty cool. Because I always like it when artists layer it and they kind of pan the vocals to the left and to the right and put weird effects in there and everything. Oh, yeah. I wish I could have ever done that anything resembling that with any music I've ever recorded in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> Never got to do that shit, man. I wish Probably I had that like, foresight to do that. It was like a death grind band. We uh we did a, our fucking second and ultimately final album from Omnipotent Belligerence in this fancy fucking recording studio. That I, I assume now lays dormant because why would you need to go to a big expensive recording studio these days but anyway we're paying like fucking you know actually you're an icp fan you know there's that old icp former, song with like former ICP chilling fan. in the studio yeah 85 bucks an hour <laughs> yeah we were paying 95 bucks an hour holy shit i think i remember like referencing that song it was like 85 or 95 one of the two. and it was just a race against fucking time you know what i'm saying yeah this an hour it's that much for recording and mastering and we're like we, we show up this guy is like he's i'm pretty sure he won awards for recording like native american music because that's what the studio is like won a bunch of grammys and shit for native american music that's performed in it um so i don't know he didn't really and he would like try to sneak time past the front desk he was a bad motherfucker i wonder if it happened that dude he would like, you could tell he's fucking around the lady in the front and giving us free time and like helping us along the way. Oh, you know, that's like, sweet. This guy believes in the power of fucking art, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we come in there and we're just like, ah, you know, three <laughs> fucking guys screaming at once and shit. Like, <laughs> but he was fucking into it, you know? Yeah. That's the kind of music producer that you want to have, I think, is, is a guy who's interested in just kind of doing fucking everything else yeah who's Can I, one moment dude you know rick beato is no he's this fucking old producer guitar player guy he's got a youtube channel and i like my fucking man crush on him you know i'm gonna have to check that out what does he do on his channel does he play like songs or does he show you how to do things i all kinds of shit all kinds of shit he's got like what makes this song great and you break it down track by track you know so just the vocals just the drums whatever and just talks about why it's fucking awesome and he plays along with it and shit but he's also does some lesson videos and just all kinds of great shit but he's like he listened to like the one I watched one recently he listens to the top 10 rock songs on Spotify just to kind of see what the fuck they are and the guy will play it as he's listening to it for the first time it's fucking un- oh shit I'm gonna have to look into that that sounds it's cool. A, it's a fun chin. I don't know how I got to that. I have a band crush on Rick Piotta. <laughs> what, what were we talking about? Uh, being I in know. the studio. But did you guys like, 
Um, did you have a label that paid for it or did you no. have to come out of pocket with all that stuff? Dude, I never had a, a label pay for anything. We always were out of pocket on everything we ever fucking did. Every band uh, I was ever in for 25 fucking years. 20 years. Well, that's pretty well. The last five years off. Let's <laughs> fuck it. Um, so yeah, no. We would sell discs and merch and shit and you'd make money on on merch and shit to do fucking albums. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. But yeah. It gets to a point where it's like, this is a pain in the fucking ass. You know, I'm sure sometimes we did pay for shit, you know, on our out of our own pockets. Yeah. Because what the fuck? It's still like that. No, you don't need as much with music anymore. Like, would, why would you need a big fucking room like that, place like that? It's, it's not necessary. You know, they know this dude locally has this little recording studio he started, and it's, it's fine. It's enough. You know, you don't need shit. It's not like yeah. back in the day when we'd look at like well maybe we can do something ourselves i remember getting a taz cam <laughs> i uh, remember those a taz cam a cassette and not even regular cassette they're like special cassette whatever the fuck <laughs> it is and that being like little mini shit, fuckers dude, our fucking troubles are over we're gonna be recording the black <laughs> album with this motherfucker dude <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah I, re- I remember those they were these cute little things it had like uh, six this tracks. Pretty big. To eight this tracks. Like an eight channel fucking one. Oh okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, man, I have never been to an actual real studio, but there was this local guy when I was doing uh, hip hop in 1995, um, and we were trying to release a single, and so we had recorded two songs, and I couldn't pay him, so I actually gave him uh, two Super Nintendos for like a day's worth of recording <laughs> and he recorded two songs for us and we put that shit out we spread it all over like massachusetts basically it was pretty cool yeah dude i don't know what that i drove by that place the other day here and i was like i wonder what you know like i wonder what's going on in there. like who the fuck is recording in there who's paying money to record in this stuff oh so it's it still around gorgeous I mean, it's gorgeous. Like, had rooms too, you know, like, oh, this is the, they took us on a tour through it. And, you know, like, this, this room is a fucking, you walk in it, close the door, it's dead. Completely dead fucking room. You walk in the next room, it's like an echo room. Like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking high tech shit, man. The top of the that's line. It's, it's really nice. Fucking Tascam. Never recorded shit with that demos. <laughs> Shitty demos. <laughs> you know, in the corner, I've got a, I've got a 12-track Tascam with a CD burner on it and that I've only used once for when I was working on my black metal project. Actually, <laughs> it should be recorded because that... <laughs> ultra <laughs> ultra lo-fi shit, man. recording your black metal band with anything more than just like a fucking shitty boombox <laughs> like 20 feet, 10 feet out in front of you, <laughs> then you're wasting time. <laughs> oh man i remember it was so funny because that was when i first started learning how to play guitar and i sucked so fucking bad i was playing almost the same chord but what i was doing i was doing tremolo picking on the fucking same chord i was like hey this shit is good it was i got a guitar i had fucking i was so i was like couldn't believe i was gonna i finally get a guitar and I never, 
learn shit. No one ever took me to, like, I never had lessons. I never had shit. I just got a guitar and figured it out by fucking with it. You know? So how did you figure out, like, the chord progressions and everything? Did you just listen really intently to the songs and then just like, oh, hey, I could do that? I don't, I don't know chord progressions. I don't know chords. I know, like, three real chords. Guitar. Oh no, I'm just saying like if you're switching from power chord, you're like, okay, this sounds good, and then you're you know, trying to do something like that. Or were you just like playing around with your fingers and finding to something this, that worked dude, that's, good? To this, to this day, me writing riffs in a band is just me with my guitar. I have no idea of anything, dude. I don't have ideas of you know. Wow, so you don't even do tabs, you don't tab anything out? like to teach other people in the band no like if you're writing like say you write a riff why would i tap it out because you got to remember it somehow what (laughs) (laughs) no man i just would remember it or these days like even back in the day i had a fucking old school little uh digital tape recorder okay like with me all the time uh and uh fuck it Sean Stasiak style like for a wrestling movie. Uh, anyway and I record my riffs on there now I might just use my phone no but I mean you would know where to place your fingers all the time even after doing it just like once or twice yeah I remember before I got that recorder like you legit have to remember shit yeah you just like have to play it enough to remember the motherfucker yeah that's you what know? I did because I forgot all the time it's like oh were my yeah. fingers here or were they there he's there <laughs> Well, now I actually do it with video. I take video of myself playing so that I know exactly where. But. That's actually a good idea. I've never done that. But I would have to tab it out because I would forget where I had my fingers. I can read tabs on shit. Like, I can look at tabs and, and play a song, you know. But I don't know any of the fucking notes. I was listening to Dave Grohl talk on him. He's on the new Conan podcast. It's really good because Dave Grohl's another guy with a fucking man crush on but he's like, I don't know any chords. He's like, I don't know any fucking anything. I just play guitar. <laughs> I guess uh, th- you, um, I think that's good. I really think that's good because the people who are truly into music, they kind of just feel it and they don't focus on, oh, this, this is the chord that I'm playing. This is the key that I'm playing it in. They're kind of just going with the flow. And I like that. Yeah. I mean, for metal and shit, you're not, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Is death metal following? I'm supposed it's following some scale. I think it's on the jazz scale, or yeah, I believe it was like a a jazz type scale that they used for death metal. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Death metal riffs, but is there's a weird thing too? Like I've listened to black metal and death metal my whole life. I could not write the death metal riff. I mean, I'll probably come up with something if I tried, I guess. But I can't write that shit. I could be in a band that plays that shit. You know, show me all of it. That's fine. But I can't write those riffs when I play, pick up a guitar. It's just not. I just, I don't know. I wish I could. So you're, you're more of a doom kind of, uh, doom kind of guy, right? With the riffs and all that. I, yeah. When I pick up a guitar, the shit that comes out is just fucking sludge and doom. And like, I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. just kind of fucking where I'm at. I don't know. Cause I was playing my guitar yesterday and I wrote this sick fucking black metal melody and i was like oh shit this is actually good it doesn't suck like the first time i tried getting into black metal and so i was really happy with it 
Um, like hitting levels where like this doesn't suck. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, hey, this uh, this is coherent. You know, it's uh, it sounds like in line. It doesn't sound like it's all out of order. And so you're like, hey, this is pretty good. I could put this on tape and scream to it or do something. Yeah, you, you know I'm old when I'm talking about putting it on tape. And I'm talking about fucking recording it digitally, but it's still on tape. I'm talking, yeah, I'm still pitching that you should just record it directly to cassette. I don't have a cassette player. <laughs> Who does, really, I suppose? <laughs> While we're talking about it, everything, you know, we had topics, but everything just keeps the flowing together. Yeah. Fuck cassettes and fuck releasing limited edition cassettes. I mean, I guess if you people can buy it, you know they're out there if the people want to buy them whatever but also like why the fuck are people selling cassettes cassettes are shit oh they're making a comeback though i know that's what i'm saying i don't get it limited edition like, oh we're only making like, 300 you should take all 300 of them and throw them in a fucking fire dude. <laughs> limited edition black sparkling cassette tapes see-through fucking cassettes. 500 hand hand-numbered copies <laughs> signed by the artist. Dude, people, they'd have to try that with movies. Yeah. Somebody needs to try that. Well, like, they're doing just... that with VHS. It's making a big comeback. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, you didn't see Shaheen. Um, do you listen to Break the Apocalypse? Uh, I have not, unfortunately. Oh, okay, well, he was talking about, because he's a big uh, obscure horror film buff, and he was talking about the this Criterion collection where it's apparently it's VHS, tapes and they're being like released uh, with specials and like all kinds of other cool features on them and everything so that I don't think they're DVDs I think they're VHS tapes I stop there just do fucking reel to reel dude <laughs> beta max put that shit on <clears throat> yeah well there you go and my idea is already becoming a reality see? yeah have you noticed on Bandcamp that you can actually buy releases on cassette tape there yeah, I, people are selling them, dude. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in like doom bands, metal bands, and they sell that shit. They could be listening. Right Sorry, shit. that's my view, boys. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sell I always them. hated tapes. Even a band, it's like you know, if, you, I'll sell dildos with our band name on it. You know, buy them <laughs> at a profit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I have no problem with bands selling them. I just have like, who the fuck are these people who are buying them? Where are you listening to it, and why are you doing this? Oh, man, because you can't even make that bullshit argument people make about vinyls. Well, vinyl is different. Vinyl, yeah, but no, vinyl is definitely different because you can hear, I guess it's that, I love that sound that vinyl makes when it's playing. It's got that little crackling sound. It's almost like a fire. And so it just takes me back. But listen, listening to cassette tapes. <laughs> Kill it with fire. But cassette tapes, man, I always used to get mad. (laughs) You should make a song like that. I should. I should. Dude, okay, at least the vinyl does, in fact, sound different. I'll agree on that. The cassette sounds different, too, but just shit. And vinyls... Well, the vinyls actually... Like, dude, the highest quality way to listen to music is the way I'm listening to it (laughs) digitally. I assure you, this is the highest quality. And I'm hearing shit that you're not gonna hear on there. No, that's it's like true. some things sound good there. You listen to like a classic Led Zeppelin album or something on vinyl. I get it. It does mm-hmm. sound different and it does sound pretty cool. 
but is that worth lucking that shit around? Like, I have homies who are, like, hard record dudes, and I don't get it. You know, you, this takes up all this space in your fucking house. They're heavy. I had some vinyls, like, 20 fucking years ago, and I, you know what, where I fucking quit having them is when I moved and had to go fucking down 30 stairs to a place and then back up 30 more fucking stairs. I was like, fuck these records, dude. Fuck all these records. They're heavy as shit. And not only that, but you have to replace the needles constantly, like maybe every year. And dude, you listen to like three songs, four songs, you gotta flip the motherfucker over. <laughs> I don't it's just it just sucks, dude. I, I don't think get it. I think CDs are by far the most convenient and and well now the most convenient is like streaming it on Spotify. Dude, I have the, even the entire basically history of music on Spotify for ten dollars a month in your pocket. You take it every fucking where you go, and these dudes are gonna talk to me about final albums. It is. Well, I mean, again, it, you do whatever you want. But I just don't. Care. Yeah, I'm not that much of a purist to say, um, oh, vinyl is the the best form of listening to it, because I actually like the convenience of carrying music with me wherever I go and so it's like you can get almost every goddamn band and song that you've ever known on Spotify and you can play that shit you can download it yeah to your phone and not have to use mobile we need a sponsorship you, yeah Spotify hit us up we got all of our playlists on Spotify. if you search uh, old guy metal cast you'll find uh, you'll find them I have some of them on mine and Bobby's had some on his you can follow us and shit see what we're listening to send shit Hell yeah. uh, I actually really like Spotify man for that shit you can send stuff back and forth easy send links you know boom yeah since uh, you told me about the coolness of Spotify it's like I've fallen in love with it I'm making playlists of all kinds of shit I've got a big four of uh, thrash playlist I've got a David Bowie playlist I mean you just put me on to Rush because I was never really into Rush but it has uh, renewed my love for classic rock. When you take uh, people who are like, have, you know, real fucking nerds like us, and <laughs> I have an essential playlist of a bunch of bands where I've literally go and listen to every single album. Like yeah. I did an essential Genesis where I listened to every Genesis album. I don't uh, think I've from, heard from every Genesis inception. album. <laughs> and I picked out the best, like, <laughs> the best shit. They have Charlie Daniels band, which I'm a big fan of them, but that essential Charlie Daniels collection I have, it's dude, it's tremendous. Shit, I'm gonna check that out. But yeah, you were you showed me the Jethro Tull playlist. I was like, ah, I'm I'm up on this shit, man. I know I know about this. Really good Tull playlist. Yeah. Yeah. But uh that's the thing too, I play an Xbox and shit. I'll go to my phone, boom, hit one button, it starts playing on my Xbox through my headset. I can mix in how much music I want, game volume, boom, no problem. There you go. Fucking gaming, Sweet. you got your own shit. And now, with the party feature on Spotify, which is in its, uh, it's in like beta, you can, other premium members, you can start a party on Spotify so you can DJ the fucking while you're playing Xbox together. Oh shit, nice. That'll Everybody come in handy. to the same shit. Yeah. When we, uh, I'm gonna download that game, Wreckfest, and, uh, we can. Wreckfest! Yep, we, <laughs> we can get up on uh, Xbox and do some shit. Yeah, dude, 
That's free on the uh, Game Pass coming up on the 18th. Well, that's today, tomorrow. Uh, what's today? Oh, that, yeah, that's tomorrow. Yeah. There you go. See, so, yeah, I'm going to download uh, that. We've lost a complete fucking track of where we're going, so. Um, yeah. So who, who, who's <laughs> I next? I, I don't know. What the We've gone through so many different things that we're not even part of the <laughs> Just uh, the show took on a life of its own, I think. Yeah. Quick hits. Uh, Genghis Tron has a new song out for the first time in a decade. Uh, it is called Ritual Circle and it's fucking sweet. Uh, they'll be their first album in over 10 fucking years. Yeah, that's. The, uh, the plague is almost worked out, right? Because a lot of people are just at home and have a lot more free time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I actually probably do have free time to, like, record guitar shit and send it over to you and you can, you know. Yeah, you should <laughs> probably do that. Because it's, uh, it's forced people to be more creative. So, New Gang is strong. First time in 10 years. Uh, if you haven't listened to them, have you listened to them? No, I have not. They're crazy. They're like... It's like it's like electronic fucking music, but also the craziest metal. Also, like at the same time, it's crazy shit. Definitely With that name, they sound like a psycho stick, where it's no. kind of it's kind of like the no. fucking no, tongue in cheek no. metal. I'm just no. saying the name itself, you know. Oh. Uh, so that's uh, that's cool. Okay. Um. Let's see. Oh, did you want to talk about the uh, the guy who turned his uncle's skeleton into a guitar? <laughs> How does one procure a loved one's skeleton? <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. I could have had my grandma's skeleton this whole time. Or you <laughs> you can I had no idea. Attach it to your uh, one of your guitars. Yeah. I didn't know that was a, that was a possibility, but um. The Skelecaster. Yeah. Probably it's, be on Reaper. It's pretty cool. I would that looks like some shit King Diamond would play, because you know he's got um attached to his microphone stand is like a, a like femurs or something in a skull. So like I can definitely picture King Diamond with that, the Skelecaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even get near that. Um after twenty so his uncle Right, his uncle is that the deal? Yes, his uncle died in a motorcycle accident in Greece. Yeah, that explains it. And they both have the same name, Philippe. Yeah. After 20 years, he ended up in a cemetery, and his family had to pay rent on. What the fuck? <laughs> Stupid. And they don't um, believe in cremation. That's dumb. Um. So yeah, he. I mean, come on, dude. What would your uncle think of this? <laughs> Shit. Well, he's dead, so. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but the skeleton belonged to my beloved Uncle Philip. Come on, bro. I don't know. I wouldn't do some shit like that. He was like he was a metalhead and guitar player in life. Now he continues to shred in death. Yeah, that that's taking it to a whole new level right there. <laughs> Honestly, man. <laughs> some people, it's like. So I got the box of bones and I didn't know what to do at first. Bury them? Cremate them? Put them in the attic? <laughs> no, I'll just turn it into a guitar. Can't sell up the fucking science. They make those, you know, hanging skeleton deals. Well, it says here in the article that it was actually, he donated his body to science. Um, and for 20 years, the skeleton spent in a, in a university or something. 
Um, and then the university had no more use for it, so they sent it back to the family. <laughs> We're done with this. <laughs> We've done all the science we can on this. <laughs> so yeah, so he was like, "Here, take take your uncle back." How many students like fake fuck that skeleton in the ass <laughs> and shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh man, and it must—it looks like it was treated in some way because, like, the whole front rib cage is all black. So I don't know. Maybe they use glue or something. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. It's pretty metal, though. Metal is fuck. Definitely metal. I saw it. I was like, wow, this is great. Um, another unpopular opinion. Not to keep going on on these fucking unpopular opinion rants, but I'm gonna do it. Um, cemeteries are a waste of space. Just burn the bodies, yeah. <laughs> Just fucking burn them to ashes. Give, or let's build shit on top of them, you know? I don't know, man. I think everybody deserves a Viking funeral. That's just me, though. I mean, we can't have everybody sending out fucking boats of their remains into the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. that is, that's not feasible. Well, no, but I mean, just get a pyre in your backyard and fucking cook everyone. everybody. Ash to ash, dust to dust. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they are built shit on them. I, you know, put a golf course on top of a cemetery, and you know, we could put a placard at the front that has everybody's name on it or something. You know, like a, a memorial, like oh, these fucking people are underneath us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's remember just, them? You fucking, I don't know. That seems weird because you got weird. a bunch of skeletons underneath inside of coffins, and it's like I don't see the purpose of coffins. I, I just think everybody should be cremated. Exactly. It's a, that's the future. That's the most sensible thing to do, but that's not what we do. Cause we do things based on why the fuck are we still looking at people's corpses? I don't understand that. <laughs> My grandmother's funeral, like right at the beginning of the fucking outbreak. Oh man. It was like pretty close, but it wasn't quite close enough where I could get away with not going, you know? <laughs> Cause I don't give a fuck about funerals. Dude. Yeah, well, I, don't. I feel I don't the same way about wakes. I don't want to see. I don't want to go see the loved one's dead body because I don't have to say goodbye to them when they're not. They're no longer in their body. Bro, that's exactly. the way I feel. I'm not gonna come to a funeral home because I want to. Like, I have to see your fucking body there. I don't care a shit about seeing your dead fucking body. That's stupid. Uh, and then the funeral part is in a church, and I did go to that. And sat in the very last row, and like I feel like that dude was looking at me and my brother when he was saying shit, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> people are burning hell. You know, that's, that's me, motherfucker. <laughs> that is me. Um, so that's stupid because I don't go to church and I don't, believe, you know, believe in religion. Yeah. And then so the whole thing, the only good part is at the end there's some food, and that's cool. But again, I mean, I'm not really care enough to go and just for some sandwiches you know have to be better food some sandwiches and some potato salad i could go get that and then just go home you're you're making a brilliant case for like um new covid related deaths and how to handle them like i really do think that all the bodies should just be burned and the people get to say their goodbyes in their own way um and give them a chance to mourn and all that i understand but yeah. you don't have to view the bodies and you don't have to know that they're in a coffin because the, the people are no longer in their bodies i mean i don't know what you what everybody else believes in 
but I think that if you just imagine them as being like a part of the universe or something, you can always talk to them and you don't have to visualize their bodies. That's just weird. Yeah. I don't know, I never I never was like that's a positive experience. <laughs> no, that's that's fucking weird, man. I, I'm yeah, right there with you on that. That's humanity. We have a million traditions. Like I kinda have <laughs> There's so many. I don't want to. I never said an idea to do a podcast. Is I maybe I still will, but it's just like all my unpopular opinions. But I was like, everyone would hate me, and and they wouldn't want to listen to any of my other shows. <laughs> but on here, I'm just like, hey, you know the thing. Unpopular opinions with Jim. But yeah, just traditions. Like we need to look at a tradition, and to me, it needs to have more merit than like, well, well, we've always done this. Like, well, okay, but like. Is, does this make sense going forward? Should we still be doing this? Is this a sensible thing? Yeah. You know, and you want to talk about fucking people did it. And let's face it, when fucking humans were idiots, those people are all idiots. But you want to talk about tradition, right? Um, so the, the Incans and the Mayans, they had a tradition of like sacrificing people, cutting off their heads and just leaving dead bodies lying around. And they were wiped out because of disease, most likely. Or aliens. <laughs> so, had to be a good time while it lasted, though, dude. Like, <laughs> head on over to the pyramid. They're going to roll yeah. some fucking heads down there, dude. The oh, sun's going to hit the building. It's going to be a fucking <laughs> snake thing. It's going to be fucking did you ever? Did you ever see Apocalypto, man? That's fucking crazy. Uh, like, the best Mel Gibson movie that was made or directed by him. But it's just, like, all about, like, the Mayans or the Incans. And they're just sacrificing people, painting their bodies, cutting off heads, having them roll down the steps of the pyramids. It was fucking amazing. Metal. Yeah. So, there's that. I don't know. And we're like, a, we're fucking an hour into this. Already. We got on this rant because of a, a guy donated his dead uncle or his his dead uncle's body to science, and he made a guitar out of it. Yeah. So yeah, there's I'm that. Also texting people. <laughs> drugs. drugs. Um, Give me some drugs. But yeah, I don't know what else. With I prefer almost just the the free formness. It's good. Yeah. It's uh, a, but yeah, feeling pretty good. Iced Earth is. Oh shit! I never listened to Iced Earth in my life. I don't know why we keep talking about it because I've literally never listened to a single name or a single song of theirs. I always saw them until they looked fucking like dudes who made music I wouldn't listen to. And their name fucking sucks, too. I yeah. was like, that looks like fucking Robin Hood metal shit. I'm listening <laughs> to. The name is pretty strange, but the first few, like, I'd say the first three albums released by them were fucking bangers. I was into that, that power metal, you know, Viking warrior, hold your sword up with shit. And, you know, it was just crazy. I was into it at that time. Um, but I don't know, since, uh, this guy showed up at the Capitol riots, uh, so the first, the singer left the band, then the guitarist left the band and now the bassist has exited. Well, yeah, what are you going to do that, that? It's a worthless property. Mm -hmm. That dude took that, that as a fucking prof as a, and it's just done. No one's going to come see your fucking band anymore. Like, yeah. I mean, it, well, if they do, they're probably like QAnon Trump supporters or, you know, something like that. Yeah, well, good luck. A lot of people are about to find out, you know, they continue to find out. That's not 
uh, at the base they thought it was. It's not enough to fucking... No, there, there's definitely not enough people into that shit supporting it. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if, if that band uh, disappears, I mean, good riddance. You had your time. And I mean, after the first three albums, you really weren't that great. So, you know, see you later. Uh, I also saw, I mean, yeah, I just don't really care about that band. I've never listened to them. Again, with that, it falls back to that same shit with this moving down. It's just, it's, yeah. Uh, but I mean, at so, least it's yeah. just one person in System of a Down, like, acting up and doing stupid shit. It's just one person in this band, too, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. I thought there was, like, everybody in it, but then I realized that the people left the band because of his actions. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. I stand corrected. It's a worthless property now. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. So, also, this is a fun story that came up. That Black Sabbath had uh, $75,000 worth of cocaine smuggled in for the Volume 4 recording sessions. That's amazing. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> a $75,000 drug budget. Can you imagine what that was in, in the 1970s, man? That must have been like having a million dollars or more. Uh, what a cost, though. I mean, 75 grand. Yeah, I don't know what that would be today's. I mean, it's uh, probably today's nothing money. today. I, or not nothing, but it's probably... I mean, it's it's nowhere near the amount that it was back in the 70s, where $75,000 could buy you a ton of shit. <laughs> Ozzy said that uh, we wrote Snowblind because it was the most amazing discovery of our lives. <laughs> we thought that's what success was. It turned out to be our worst enemy. Fucking right. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Now, yeah. I like the, I personally like the, uh, they had a drug dealer and he put the cocaine inside of detergent boxes. And when he dumped them out on the table, it was a mountain of cocaine. I thought that was pretty cool. I wonder if they all just try to dive into that mountain. Cocaine doesn't have success stories. It's like heroin. There's no... It's like, well, no, that one person started doing heroin and it was really good for their life. Well, in the 80s, it was so big. Everybody was doing coke, man. It's true. At least, you know, if you were fucking rich and famous, you had the money (laughs) to do cocaine. Yeah. At least for a while. And all those people like Rick James fucking like, snorted and everything he had away. Yeah. I mean, just look oh, what happened to Scarface. That's not real, but I mean, Scarface, man. Scarface. <laughs> you want to go to war? I'll take you to war. So, yeah, cocaine, not a good idea. Weed's good for music, but uh, yeah. I don't know about uh, the cocaine, although that album is really fucking. Yeah, but they were doing a lot more than just coke, man. They were probably smoking weed, doing mushrooms, taking hits of acid, and all, all pretty much everything. <laughs> you know? uh, oh, so, I remember those days. I'm sure it was more than coke. Gotta take Yeah. Well, Ozzy was snorting like red ants and shit like that too, man. When drug addicts talk about like, oh, you gotta take the edge off the shit, you know? With other drugs, oh, they gotta take half of Xanax. <laughs> yeah, now take the edge off. Like that's a good plan. 
later. It's like, so you, you couple a stimulant with a depressant, you know, just to even you out. When you die, can we just cremate you? Is that cool? Okay. <laughs> Think they're a waste of space too. Yeah. Oh shit! Just set exactly. it on fire. That's the the theme of today's episode: is set everything on fire. Just, uh... Yeah. I well, you know, I just had a very grumpy. That's kind of what this. Uh, all the things I complain about, I feel like complaining about. <laughs> well, I can I can totally relate to that. You reach like once you. You're you're in your twenties and everything looks and feels still like new and you're experiencing it. And then you get to forty and you're like, Man, the world is fucked. What's going on here? Why do I hate everything now? It yeah. kinda seems like that sometimes. <clears throat> I do hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I've spent forty years on this planet. And uh, I haven't, I mean, you know, before podcasting, even way less. Through podcasting, I've met a lot more people that I enjoy in, yeah. in this world, you know? But uh, in the past, it was like, I wear my, you know, I didn't really, you, you don't, where do you meet people? So I just had uh, fucking not a lot of people in the world I give a shit about, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, that was me too. It's you, um, you know, you kind of, you stray from old friends because you realize that the way your life direction is not going in the same direction as they are. And wow, you know, that's maybe they're fuckheads and you're, and you finally realize that they're fuckheads. So you're like, oh, I'm going to stay away from you. And so, um, you know, you just kind of create your own little circle. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you get older, you got to hang on to your, uh, fellow you know your friends who are in the same situation as you right yeah like <laughs> other dudes who don't like if you know a couple you're friends with who don't have kids they're like best like sweet <laughs> yeah but uh because your friends your, you know your friends that have kids and shit they're like i never see those dudes ever you know like once twice a year yeah and uh, i've got one friend he's um he's got two kids in two different states so it's fucking and I never see him anymore. We used to hang out. We used to skateboard. We used to listen to metal when we were teenagers. And now we're just old. And we just talk like maybe once a month. Now, we're fucking old. You like, or what the fuck are we doing? You know, too. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Man? What am I <laughs> doing? Water, with like, my I can bake all day, play guitar, play Xbox. Like, well, that's something, though. I mean, at least you've accomplished something. Yeah. Oh, fucking happy. Happiness. Yeah. I mean, as happy as you can be, you're not like fucking over the moon about shit, but I mean, you're pretty content with stuff. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, if it wasn't for these podcasts, I would probably be bored out of my mind, but I do look forward to doing the shows. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Kind of an interesting, like, I, you ever wonder, like, what it would be like if you swap with one of your friends for 24 hours like one of your friends who had kids up with one of my friends nice kids see if i can make it 24 hours fucking finding a sturdy rafter i i don't think i'd be able to handle it honestly send him over here to my house (laughs) (laughs) it's like why does it smell like weed all the time (laughs) eat dinner and 
finish dinner and ask the, my chick, like, okay, so what does Jim usually do now? Like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, oh, now you're supposed to get baked and play <laughs> Xbox with your friends for the next four fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> and to then a guy goes, who has four kids, four goes, kids and two dogs. You're like what? <laughs> you go talk. You're like, okay, now, now he goes on a podcast and and he bitches about homeless people. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want. Basically, what it is is you come home, eat dinner, do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> you take a nap. You want to play Xbox? You want to play guitar? You want to do whatever? Yeah. <laughs> so, you, they wouldn't want to trade back. It. No, uh, like, I don't think they would know what to do though, because they they have a a structure to their lives. They've got a schedule that they need to keep, and then you know they get thrown off a bit, and they're like, "Oh, so I can just like sit around and do nothing?" Or I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Frankie says, "Relax." <laughs> so I think that's uh, as spot as any to call this motherfucker. Yeah, this got a. Hour, hour and uh, one minute, something like that. Um, yeah, the, the extra minute—that's uh, on me. The extra minute. <laughs> I did want to say that um, the bolt thrower war master is turning thirty. Well, it actually already turned thirty on February first. So, uh, happy thirtieth birthday to bolt thrower's war master. I don't like that bit. <laughs> I don't like you don't like them? No. I think they're awesome. Are they power metal? No. They're uh it's like grind or death metal, but it's not it's not very death metal. It's Okay. It's no, bolt thrower? Who am I think? I don't know. Shit. I don't think I like bolt thrower either. I mean I I would have listened to him over the years, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll listen to both of them. I'll send you. Week. I'll send you some links, man. <laughs> I'll listen to it. I'll come back next week. Yeah, so, I think you'd like them for a maybe bolt thrower fucking friend. Yeah, I think you'd like them. There you go. Uh, if you like my bullshit, my brand of nonsense, you can hear me on the Suplex City Limits podcast, uh, talking pro wrestling live every Saturday around noon Eastern. On brand is that. Uh, you can also hear me on the Check Engine Light podcast on YouTube. Just YouTube that shit. Uh, me and two homies, we take a look at different crazy vehicles and we decide tits or shits. We have a ton of laughs along the way, so check those out. Yeah. Uh, you like me? We do have a new episode of Inhuman Cafe. Myself, Bobby Anthem, and Jay, we're back. We are just talking shit and getting into some films that we like. Um, so go check that out. That is on its own feed of Inhuman Cafe. And the Inhuman Experience, we're still trying to schedule some stuff to get back into the swing of things. Uh, so yeah, I don't know when that's coming out, but it, it will be coming out in the possibly like next couple of months, I think. I hope. I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great plug. Our schedules, our schedules are so freaking, they're insane, and so it's very hard to get all three of us together to do some shit. You know, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, there you have it. Yes, and uh, thanks, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Talking some shit. And, uh, send us anything else. Send us shit, man. Go to ogmcpod at gmail.com 
you know send us some stuff send us what <laughs> you monitor that though <laughs> you just send us stuff i'm going to i'm going to give you the password for it then it's pictures of your wife's kids yeah that, like you said last episode oh, definitely well, there you go <laughs> <laughs> continue that sentence yeah more titties could always use more tits cool deal man well that that's it see you guys next time until then hail satan and set dead people on fire <laughs>